Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. A very good morning to you. Welcome to Tuesday's show. It is the 8th of December, traditionally the great shopping day, wasn't it, uh, in uh, Limerick and around the country, but uh, not uh, quite the case uh, right now. Um, Things have changed uh, immeasurably, really, uh, this year, including the fact, of course, that uh, people um, have got into the Christmas mood much earlier, maybe, than ever before and for understandable reasons as well. It's also the day that uh, the first vaccine was given to someone outside of a trial anywhere in the world and that was in Coventry in the UK and as you've been hearing from Gillian on Live 95 News it was to a a woman originally from Enniskillen who's 90 and is encouraging others to do the same and the Irish Daily Mail has a a story about how it's all going to work here. A sliding scale of priority according to age and the most vulnerable in society will be used by the government to determine who gets the Covid vaccine first. The Irish Daily Mail reveals that a priority list being brought to Cabinet today has 12 different groups covering the most vulnerable in society with care home residents and frontline healthcare workers at the top of the vaccine list. Care home residents will get the jab first. It's emerged as more than half of all COVID deaths, 56%, occurred in long-term care settings. They'll be followed by frontline healthcare workers in a direct patient contact role. And then it'll be a sliding scale from older people down. So if you're falling within certain age ranges and uh, you're healthy, then it could be quite a long time before you get access uh, to the COVID-19 vaccine, which is this point that people keep making about not assuming that uh, we're going to get back to normality by the end of March or anything of that nature. The Irish Sun is an interesting story on the front page. Uh, An Irish couple who scooped a monster 130 million on the Euro millions have told how they've given half of their mega jackpot away. And the Sun is also covering the story of uh, the HR inquiry into what uh, went on in RTE. RTE stars broke five COVID rules at that now infamous gathering. And the Irish Independent says the price of Brexit. Now shoppers face instant rise in costs, food, furniture and electrical goods on the import hit list. And there's a no deal warning to be des- to be uh, given to the doll. Um, so they have what less than 48 hours now to see if they can get a deal. Certainly the suggestions um, from the UK side and the EU side, including Ireland, is that it's going to be very, very difficult to get it done, which will mean uh, the UK crashing uh, without um, an ongoing trade deal from the 1st of January. But that'll have a huge impact on all of us. And you will unfortunately feel it in your pocket as if we haven't enough problems uh, with uh, the economy through COVID-19 this year. Now, I want to give you a chance to win a grand this morning uh, with Limerick Today's 10 to 1. The qualifier question is, what sweet treat is typically left out for Santa? What sweet treat is typically left out for Santa? 
I think that's a pretty tough qualifier question, to be honest with you. But see how you get on. WhatsApp us right now with the right answer and your name to 086-123-9595. You could be coming on in the next hour to have a go at winning a grand. We've given away €14,000 to 14 different winners so far and a grand would be helpful with some of those Christmas bills. We're all feeling the pinch at this stage. Now, on the 6th of November, the foundations of uh, one Limerick family, very well known through sport, especially hurling, was rocked when word of an accident from Dubai delivered devastating news. Paul Carey from Patrickswell died from injuries sustained in a car collision and left behind his wife, Anna, who's expecting a baby in February, along with her young son. The eldest of the Carey siblings, Sean Carey, joins us this morning. A GoFundMe page has been set up. And uh, good morning to you, Sean. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. Um, a year that was always going to be difficult uh, for all of us and for, for your family became just tragically so uh, over the last month. Oh, yes, Joe. Uh, I just say a difficult year for everybody. But um, just that bit harder than us, the family, and uh, indeed the community in Patrick Swell and Limerick, and further afield, really, because uh, Paul had embedded himself into Dubai, into communities there, and into Brunei and Singapore, and uh, oh, devastating loss, Joe. Uh, mm. He's a fabulous human being, and uh, second youngest of our family, and uh, as you said, that news was delivered to us there on the 6th of November, like, and still very fresh and raw, Joe, but look, unfortunately, the, the show has to go on, Joe, and you know, he's a wife, as you say, Anna, and his son, Fionn, and a baby on the way in February, Joe, so there's a little good news, thankfully, on the horizon on that front anyway, you know. Yeah, I was absolutely stunned when we were paying tribute to um, Paul that pretty much everyone I spoke to on the show knew him personally. Now, to some degree, you might say, well, that's the way it fell with sporting circles and all that. But at the same time, it gives a sense of how well-known he was. Oh, yeah, Joe, he, he definitely put us all to shame in terms of our family, in terms of visiting relatives and stuff like that. When he'd come home... He visited everybody, and uh, there was just that goodwill about him. And he reached out to everyone, and um, and even see some of the tributes and uh, from his friends afar. We've got email, you know, uh, and it's just it was just full of life and full of joys. And uh, the plan was to come home on the fifth of December and uh, start work here as a teacher, continue on and get on with his life with Anna and soon and the newborn baby. But. Unfortunately, Joe, we were just devastated with that news. And, um, and you know what, Joe, we're cognizant other people have suffered with grief and tragedy as well in, in the midst of it all. But it's just when it comes to your door, it's just bang, unannounced. And, you know, you have to try and deal with it as best you can. And, Sean, how did you hear about it? Oh, I'll tell you, it's one of those things, Joe, you never forget. It was a phone call I got off, um, actually, my brother Nigel, uh, who had got it from um, uh, Patrick Swell. One of the uh, one of the guardian had uh, had broke the news. Uh, you know they were brilliant about it actually, top notch. And he said to me, "I, I have bad news." He says, um, "He said it's Paul." And I said, "I kind of just knew then, you know." And it just took off from there. Then there was, there was, there was ten of us in family, so we contacted each other and delivered the news. You know the unthinkable stuff. You know, and you're even up to the time he arrived home, people were hoping it wasn't him at all. You know that kind of a way they were talking yeah. at all. But, you know, that's the reality of it, Joe. And like I said, other people are grief struck as well with other stuff, and so are we. And all you can do is get on with it as best you can. 
Now, uh, we know from talking to people in the past that when someone dies abroad, it's a very difficult process at times uh, to uh, get them home. Um, uh, But obviously with COVID, it was probably even more challenging, Sean. It was, Joe, but I'll tell you, we we were steeped in in terms of look, Joe, and the way things worked out. And um, really the people that we had, we call them the boots on the ground over there, his community, especially word out to Wesley Perry from Palbriggan and uh, Brian. And, and and Issa Kelly and the, and the, she's deputy head of mission out there. I mean, God rest him. He 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 was he was killed Friday, and the next flight home was on the Wednesday, and they all made it their mission to get him home on that flight. And he absolutely came home on that flight. And for that, we are eternally grateful, uh, Joan. And if I could just take an opportunity to thank everybody uh, to give us a hand there, not to mention the customs and excise in, in, in Dublin Airport, right down to our funeral undertakers, Daffy. The sensitivity and compassion and uh, the cooperation has just been blown us all away. Yeah. Uh, we're chatting to Sean Carey about uh, his late brother Paul and we'll talk about the GoFundMe page that has been set up uh, as well uh, but again under normal circumstances you, you know, you're so well known as a family and there's so many of you as I say in the family as well it would have been an enormous funeral but that too couldn't happen in the same way No, no Joe, you're correct uh, and like other families in Bereaved uh, we had to go with, with, with the guidelines uh, you, you couldn't do the shake hands in the, uh, you know, the hoax uh, the goodwill. Um, what I have to say, the condolences came from far and wide. Um, the mass was attended by the, the bare minimum. And uh, needless to say, people lined the street as best they could. And, they, you know, they maintained their COVID distance. And even when we went through the village with with, with the hearse, you know, he was clapped up to the to the pitch and then back up to the to the church. So it was as near as we could have expected, Joe, as you say, given the conditions and given the COVID the COVID climate that we're all in at the moment. But um, but thankfully, that mightn't be too long more with, that, with the vaccine and the, and the hill, thank God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul was still a young man. He was in Dubai, wasn't he? Was he teaching but had planned to come home? That's right, yeah. He, he was 41 years of age, Joe. Uh, he was a week short of his 42nd birthday. And uh, my, my wife, Anne, says the other day, months mine mass over, his, his, his 42nd birthday over, and, uh, you know, heading into the Christmas and um, had taught in Dubai and had also taught in Singapore and Brunei. And really, our sympathies go to that community because he, as I said, he was very, very friendly and close to people out there. And there was grown men and women who I never met t- crying down the phone to me, you know. Yes. And uh, he just reached out and left such a positive mark with people. He was that kind of guy. Like. So tell us then about his wife Anna and son uh, and I know Anna's expecting and she's at home is she here in- she she had she was in home she's home here Joe for the last 18 months and uh, the plan was for her to go over on holiday and come back with Paul herself and Fionn and um, but now Anna as you know she's here she's expecting in February um, she has a lot of support around her Joe my, 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 our family and my sisters in particular are very good to her and uh, we've left her no doubt that We'll be there for her. And, uh, and indeed, I was even talking to the principal of Patrick's Well National School yesterday, David Bulfin. Uh, he was mentioning how good film was getting on. And they really are very good to him out there and very good to Anna. We just can't say enough about him. And she's due uh, a baby in February, as I said. And she's doing her best to, to pick up the pieces as well, Joe, you know. Of course. And where did um, they meet, um, Anna and himself? Well, you know, I'll tell you, they met over in... Um, in, in, in Dubai and uh, I didn't know till the day of the mass there was a story told uh, how he met her he told uh, everybody told Anna there was a staff meeting 
and she was welcome to go to the staff meeting. But unfortunately, there was no staff meeting. It was just a date with Anna and Paul, and uh, it took off from there, you know. That's and a so lovely the, story. <laughs> <laughs> just together for the last 10 years or so, you know. But at the end of the day, the homily, I, I was told that story, you know. Yeah. And, uh, that, that was Paul, Character to the core, you know, and I mean, and she's been so moving, and in the comments that she's made about um, her late husband as well, you know, it's just oh, yeah, she it's from the heart, Joe, wasn't it? To listen to it there, like to, to you know, to bring tears from the stone, you know, it was just you could see they had that connection, you know, how connected they were to each other, and he was a rock, and vice versa. And uh, then, of course, they have a little baby during February, so look, um. Unfortunately, like the dust settles and the life life goes on, and you have to, you have to just get on with it. You have as have a lot of people after sudden and tragic grief. You're right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, obviously, the realities and the practicalities of life come into this equation as well, which is why I, I know there's a GoFundMe page set up. That's right, Joe, and we we grappled with it as a family at the start, and you know the way they want to be seen, be putting out the hand, and and I want to beg them, but you know, looking for help. But as you say, the practicalities were uh, a baby on the way, uh, not presently not earning an isn't, and um, unforeseen expense, whether it's funeral expense or excess repatriation. Um, and that stuff has to be looked after, Joe. And we just felt um, it would be not an opportunity to just give her that little bit of insulation and at least not have to worry about that in the short term before she gets herself set up and um, she'd have that bit of comfort and her mind might, might be at ease anyway in the short term. Yes. to give her a leg up and a bit of comfort for that, you know. So how can uh, people reach out then through the GoFundMe page, Sean? Uh, yeah, Joe, well, uh, there's, there's a link on, well, GoFundMe.com will put straight into the page and Paul Carey slash Cynthia O'Connell, Cynthia is organising the GoFundMe page. It'll populate you straight to there. And on Facebook, uh, Paul Carey Memorial, it'll put you straight onto his Facebook page and there's a LinkedIn which populates onto the GoFundMe page. So it's pretty straightforward, Joe. And um, I can even send you a link even if you yeah. want to put it on or, or pop it on to people there. And, and I see people have already responded generously. Oh, they have, Joe. And listen, we can't thank those people enough for the for the donations, Joe, because, you know, as you say, difficult year to finish, Christmas approaching, and people might have that disposable cash. And they've just, you know, we've been blown away, absolutely, with, with messages of goodwill and donations. And they were even coming to our houses with with money as well and we said listen we have to try and put up a put me page or something to keep it official you know so yes, again yes. many many thanks to everybody involved and indeed to yourself uh, and the media for highlighting it it's just a great a great help you know well I know that and um, uh, Kieran Carey generously your brother has agreed to be on the commentary team for the All-Ireland Hurling Final Forest at Live 95 with uh, Don O'Sullivan on Sunday and of course Kean Lynch um, very likely to be in the side. We'll have to wait on his name, but I suspect, oh, yeah, I we'll suspect have, that's the case. We'll have to wait for that, John. And I was going to ask him, is he, does, is he shot the sound engineer? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. There's, there's been a bit of that going on, in fairness. Yeah, absolutely. So, someone someone asked me yesterday, you know, any chance, Joe, you can wangle your way in? I said, no, no. It's, well, I, it's, yeah, I was going to volunteer to do a stat man in it, but anyway, that's <laughs> for, for another day. Yeah, so, but you, as, you, as you rightly said, Joe, Limerick have a great day coming up Sunday. And look, we don't want to detract, detract from that focus at all. Uh, they, they have a job and they're on a mission and we're 100% behind them. And but as you say, there's connections there and uh, at the end of the day, regardless of our family connections, we're all Limerick to the core and uh, we wish them all the best for Sunday and we don't want to detract from their focus because we know they have a job at hand 
and uh, we're behind him all the way regardless of a tinge of sadness in the family and Paul had wanted to be like that and you know our hearts are with him as, as are all Limerick people home and abroad you know all right. Well, listen, may Paul rest in peace. Very, very sad. Um, and thank you, Sean Carey, his brother, for talking to us this morning. Not, not an easy thing to do. And I know, as you say, with his month's mind mass coming up as well. But I'm sure lots of people will want to help out if they can uh, with uh, the GoFundMe page uh, to help the family. Um, thank you, Sean. Great to chat to you. Uh, thank you, Joe. And uh, we hope we will chat in happier circumstances after next Sunday. 100%. All right. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye. Yeah. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.